Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi, rhymes with Gandhi. I wonder if you all can hear my jingling earrings, maybe if I come closer to the microphone. Can you hear them jingle? I'm wearing wreath earrings that have little jingle bells in them, and they're adorable, and I'm so excited to have them on. So hopefully you can hear a little jingle here and there throughout this podcast today. So this week, my friends, we're talking about uh, some self-coaching a self-coaching tool. Uh, I'm reframing. This was a podcast I did before. We talked about your to-do list and the way I reframed it in that episode was reframe reframe it as your get to-do list, right? By reframing your to-do list as your get to-do list, it really does take your power back. It can make mundane things feel more invigorating. And so in that same sort of scope, I'm going to rework that and give you another self-coaching tool. Now, when I say self-coaching, I love, 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 and always love to encourage friends to find a group or community or someone. If you're in a season, this feels good for you. A therapist, a life coach, a group coaching program. Those are all really useful because you can get reflected uh, how you are presenting. So when you're speaking to a therapist or speaking to a life coach, they can say, hey, this is what I hear. And it's really nice to have that active reflection. But sometimes we don't have a therapist or even a person, a best friend, partner around to reflect us, to hear us. And so I really love these tools. Or maybe you just don't want to use somebody, right? Sometimes we just don't want to, maybe you're not in the mood to, maybe you're frustrated. And so I like to offer self-coaching tools and really in the work I do with my clients as well. Throughout our time together, I want them to build their own tool belt of self-coaching tools so that way when they leave hopefully I mean I will probably be in and out of therapy and life coaching throughout my entire life just because I love the support that I get Um, that is not for everybody and so my hope is that if they were to never see a therapist or coach again that they now have this tool belt of things they can refer back to as they go throughout their life throughout the changing seasons and so this is one that I hope will serve you It serves me whenever I remember it, and then I'll lose it in seasons. But first and foremost, self-talk is always lovely. So either talking out loud to yourself. uh, I have some clients that like to do a voice memo instead. And so sitting down and writing it out doesn't feel good for them. They may record on their phone. Uh, You could do this. If you have your own like video account or Zoom account, just go on your computer and you can do like a vlog if you want to, and nobody ever sees it. You could also just self-talk out loud. Another way is to journal. If you want to journal, journal is a form of self-talk, but it's just written down. Okay, so when we're talking about self-talk and we're talking about your to-do list, often what can take our power away is when we're complaining about the things on our list or complaining about the responsibilities attached to the things on our list. So for example, 
go-to example is waking up really early for movement. Say you want to wake up early. This is something that I'm working on is actually getting up earlier than Tyler because I love him so very much. But when we get up at the same time, I'm a little bit more distracted. The way he wakes up and gets up, he doesn't really have a morning routine and that's okay. (laughs) But my judgy self is like, I want you to meditate and drink water and do all these things in the morning. That's just not him and that's not what he does. And so I wake up and I get cranky because he's not waking up the way I want him to wake up and it's just not not good for me I need to get up and this is true my whole life actually if you look back on your childhood see what's true for you this doesn't mean it has to be true as an adult but it was for me as a kid I would get up before everybody else in my house because I knew it was the only time I was going to have alone to myself throughout the entire day so I would carve out that time for myself early in the morning before I got ready for school I'd make breakfast and I'd do all these things a lot of my friends were like actually you're strange nobody gets up that early Nandi I was getting up at like 5 a.m probably before my school started at 7 20 in high school they're like what are you doing I was like getting up and I would have my morning routine when I was in high school <laughs> maybe I was always supposed to be a coach regardless let's say that's your goal right I'm gonna get up early so that I can have a morning routine so that I can move my body in the morning maybe it's journaling for you some of my clients like to have tea in the morning whatever it is to just set you up for the day feeling really good feeling really intentional and feeling like you're more proactive than reactive and that your time is yours I think that that's one of the things that comes up a lot for us when we're feeling resentment when we're feeling frustration or anger we've spent a lot of time pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and we haven't spent enough time pouring in and so let's say again you're setting this goal wake up early do your morning routine so you can pour into yourself in the morning set yourself up for success now your alarm goes off you're setting a new habit here instead of getting up we'll say at like 7 a.m you're going to start getting up well, I'll say it's six. You're going to stair-step it an hour back. And here's one of the things I want to throw out there, my friends. When you're setting new goals, meet yourself where you are. Really encourage stair-stepping. Really encourage bite-sized goals to get you to the bigger place. So if your big goal is, I want to get up at 5 a.m. and you're getting up at 7 right now, wake up maybe 15 minutes earlier at a time per week or every three days. Do it what works for you and really play with it. So we're waking up at 6 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. your alarm goes off at 6 a.m. and the first thing that you notice is you're just complaining and you're frustrated about I don't want to get up I'm tired this is where this self-coaching can really come in and I would rewind the clock and I would do it before that alarm goes off even at 6 a.m. so this is something I'll do with my clients all right so your goal is to wake up at 6 a.m. What's going to happen when you wake up at 6 a.m.? What do you imagine, right? And we'll go through the morning. I'm going to get up. I'm going to drink my tea. I'm going to do my journaling for 15 minutes. I really want them to walk through it. So that way when you wake up at 6 a.m., your brain is already prepared for what you're doing. It's not you're getting up at 6 a.m. and it's like, ah, why am I getting up early again? It's like, no, you've already walked yourself through it. That is very helpful. This can be helpful as well for so many things. Let's say you're about to give a speech. You're about to give a presentation. You're going to give an Instagram live, right? Walk your through your head. Best case scenario of how it goes. I'm going to get on live at 2 p.m. This is how I'm going to look. And this is, this is how I'm going to feel because I spent this time to prepare. Walk yourself through it. Olympians do this. Visualization. That's what that is. Visualize it ahead of time. So again, in the instance of waking up at 6 a.m., I would really suggest doing this at least the night before uh, so that your brain is prepared before you're going to bed. It's already in your brain. You're already massaging it in. 
So when you visualize it, great, fantastic. Sometimes that's not a big enough reason for your brain to get up. Again, you, your alarm might go off at 6 a.m. Your brain's like, yeah, I know I'm going to get up and drink tea and all this stuff, but I'll be fine. I've been fine for months without doing that. I don't need to start doing that now. Notice that when we go to set new habits, there will be usually resistance in the brain because you're just going to do something new, even if it's something that you want to do. And that's often a question I'll get. This is something that I want to do. It's a new habit, but I want to do it. I want to learn the language or I want to start going out more with my friends or I want to start the business, but why aren't I taking the action, right? I know I've walked myself through it. I visualized it. Let's go deeper, right? You're again, asking your brain to do something that it hasn't been doing. And so it's like, why, why am I going to do this? And so often I'll ask my clients this. And again, as a self-coaching tool, ask yourself this, why am I getting up at 6am? Yes, I know I'm going to have my tea and I'm going to journal. It's me time. Why is that me time important for me? What is the impact of me having that me time? Really spend that time, whatever it is on your to-do list. It could be something super mundane. You're on your to-do list. It's taking your car to get washed and you're going to clean out the inside as well. You're going to vacuum it out. I'm saying that because it's on my to-do list. And your brain's like, ah, ah. I could be like doing laundry. I could do all these other things. Why do you want to go and get your car washed? Why is it important to you? Again, even the mundane things. What is the impact of me following through? On the surface, I have a clean car. I have a clean car. It's really nice. I'm going to enjoy it as I drive around town. If anybody impromptu needs a ride for any reason, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I can just put them in my car and it's totally fine. When you go a little bit deeper, I think about my values. One of my values is simplicity. And for me, when I think about simplicity, that comes along with cleanliness. Again, values are are our own. So make them your own. But when I, for me, when I think about simplicity, when I think about a car that's got dirt over it and, I don't know, leaves and twigs in the front and there's stuff scattered in the car, that is not simple to me. That's messy, that's complicated, right? It's not good for my energy. I That's me personally. And so when I go deeper, I'm like, why, why would I want to get my car? It's this mundane thing. But there, there's such a beautiful impact. It's in alignment with my values. And when I am showing up in alignment with my values, I feel my best. And that's important to me. And so then I, then I feel encouraged. I really have done this with the getting up really early because I'm in a place right now where I still have to study a lot for my classes before I teach Pure Bar. And so I'm getting up around 4 a.m. for my 6 a.m. classes on Tuesdays so I can get up, have my own morning routine where I brush my teeth, I get to meditate, I get to have my coffee, and I get some study time in before I have to drive to the studio. It gives me a few hours to do all of that and just set up my morning the way I need to. Now, this is, again, just for me. Um, when you hear this, I want you to take what sticks to you, leave the rest, and if getting up earlier, having a morning routine sounds good for you. What parts of that sound good for you? Make it your own. So I've been having to get up early. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm a morning person, but I'm not a wake up at four in the morning person, right? I just, I'm not. And so I did this with myself. Why do I want to get up at this time? Why is this important? Because I could, I could absolutely wake up later and just have enough time to get up, do my hair, maybe study for like a half hour, get in the car and then go. That's absolutely an option. It's 100% an option. Why am I taking myself to this other level? Because when I think about my best self, she really understands 
what it is I'm teaching, the different parts of the body that were attacking in my class. I go over the different parts. I'm calm and relaxed. And in order for me to be calm and relaxed, it's important for me to have time for me that I'm not rushing. So I build that time in. When I really unpacked all of that, I was like, Nandi, if you do all of these things because you get up at that time, you're going to feel so much better. I know that when that alarm goes off, you're going to feel groggy and tired. I know that you're kind of cranky when you're going to bed right now because you're going to have to wake up early. But the end result of that is that you're going to kick butt. You're going to take and teach some killer classes because you took this time to do this. You're going to feel so good. I'm done with classes about 10 a.m. I teach two back-to-back classes on Sundays. I'm done around 10 a.m. You're going to feel so good around that time. Oh, and it's true. I found that to be true when I get up and I follow through. It is uncomfortable to get up at that time. And I want you to notice that as well. When you go to do something new, like learning a new language, learning a new skill, it will be uncomfortable at first. And that's why this self-coaching tool can be so helpful because it allows you to see, yeah, yeah, I am uncomfortable. It is going to be uncomfortable. And the end result is blank. Y'all, I am still again in the first about three months of teaching and I knew that going in, I'm going to be highly uncomfortable the first three to six months and then it's going to ease up and then all the teachers around me have told me after about a year, it's when it really eases up because here's the thing, I've built that neural pathway and I can't tell you that everything's going to take a whole year for you to really get into the rhythm of it. Studies have shown different results, 45 days, 120 days for different things. The point here is that you're consistent with the thing that you're going towards notice and give yourself so much grace that it's going to be uncomfortable sometimes and connect with the end result I'm getting up at this time because I'm washing my car because I'm doing this thing on my to-do list because I want to bring this all the way into like work things that are just like really tricky and you're like what's my why for work Your why could be as simple as because I like getting a paycheck, (laughs) right? Maybe you don't like your job. Maybe you don't like the career space you're in right now. You're like, all right, well, what's my why for why should I get excited about my alarm going off for me to go to work? If right now all it is is you get a paycheck, start there. That's empowering. You have money to pay your bills. That is empowering. That is empowering. That is empowering. Don't let your brain tell you tell you anything else. Now, here's where you can take your power back. Why am I making the choice? That's the question we've been asking throughout this entire podcast. Why am I making the choice to wake up at 6 a.m.? Why am I making the choice to wash my car, right? Because here's the thing. All the things on your to-do list are a choice. I don't have to get up, like I said, at 4 a.m. on those days. I could wake up later. Why am I making the choice to get up earlier? Because it allows me to be my best teacher and show up as my best. Why am I making the choice to go to work? Because <laughs> I like getting a paycheck. Because I like to get a paycheck. Right? This is the space where we get to empower ourselves, take our power back. I know that the things on our list sometimes are super mundane. Tyler and I, again, we're talking about this the other day. Having a home, we're so blessed, and there's a there's a lot of upkeep. There's calling the past people. Um, they come out like I think every like three months, and so we have to schedule that to like look at our home because last year we had mice, and that was not fun. We have not had mice. <laughs> 
so far this year. Oh, I'm really praying that doesn't happen again. Y'all, I am not from places where you get mice in your home. What is happening? I am also from a place, I moved here from Boca. So we had iguanas. I'm used to like iguanas and lizards and fish. <laughs> I'm not used to mice and mountain lions. You'd think I would be by here by this time. But anyway, so we have all these things in our home. There's upkeep. And so Tyler was complaining the other day and I was like, yo, dude, we can live in a box. We can totally, that's an option. We can sell our home. We can live somewhere smaller so we don't have as much upkeep. That is an option. We chose to have this house. And so with it, we're choosing to to upkeep it or we're choosing to delegate somebody else to upkeep it. But it is our responsibility right? It's, I know, I know adulting can be really tricky, but let it be empowering. We chose to have the jobs we have, have the relationships we have, to have the car that we have, whatever it is. And if you don't like the choices that you've made, or if you've tried them on and you're like, this doesn't fit me anymore, that's okay. That is totally okay. But my point here that I want to drive home so lovingly is that your life is your choice. Look around you. Your life is the result of your thoughts and your choices. Let that be an empowering thing. Let that be empowering. I know that I've been in a place where that really irritated me. Where if I heard that, your life is a result of your thoughts and your choices, I would have been like, rah! Because <laughs> I didn't like what was going on in my life. But let that be an empowering thing. Take your power back. Take your power back. What's on your to-do list? Why do you want to do those dishes? Why do you want to go to work tomorrow? Why do you want to get up early and study for that thing? Why do you want to learn how to curate your closet and create a capsule wardrobe, right? Why do you want to learn how to make meals at home? Why do you want to spend the time at night just painting watercolors? Why do you want to dot, dot, dot? The mundane stuff, the big stuff, the scary stuff, the stuff that is on your goals and your to-do list and your vision board. Why do you want to do those things? Empower yourself. I know that sometimes with like creating a business, for instance, it starts off so creative and exciting and, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to make all this money. I'm going to, you know, be creative full time. It's going to be great. And then you find out that there's a lot. There's a lot to it. There, depending on your business model newsletters and social media and being consistent and creating products and creating a website and maybe doing a podcast or marketing some other way. And you find out that even though there's this thing that you really love, that is your business, there's these other things that on it that aren't as much fun. I want you to connect with why am I doing this? Why am I doing these things on the list? Let me tell y'all the newsletter is not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> and I actually haven't done one in a little while. Check in because it's always a choice. But let's say that's a part of your business model. Why Why do you want to do that? Why is that important to you? And as I've been thinking about it and coming back around to what do I want a, my newsletter to look like when I do that again, why is it important? Because I love that connection piece. I do love, there's some newsletters that I get that I, I'm just like, man, thank you so much for pouring into me today. And I want to give that experience to my clients and to my readers and to my audience. But check in for you. Look at your to-do list. Look at the things that maybe you didn't know were on your to-do list until you started working towards that goal. Why do you want to do them? Give yourself your power back. And maybe you decide you don't want to do it anymore. Maybe you decide to put it down. That's okay. Maybe you decide to delegate. That's okay. But don't 
Keep giving your power away, my friends. Your life is the result of your thoughts and your choices and the action you have taken. And if you don't like what's going on, make a change. Try something else on. You might be uncomfortable. That's okay. It means you're right on track. You're doing something new. It's all right if you're itchy. All right, my friends, I hope that this podcast served you. As always, you can visit me at nandicamille.com or hello at nandicamille. As always, take care. I'll see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.